3: The judge threatening to kick out the Republican frontrunner for talking too loudly to his attorney. Trump saying, I would love it. The judge replying, I know you would because you just can't control yourself
4: in this circumstance. So Trump's in a courtroom yesterday. Trump replied, you can't control
5: yourself. And the judge replied, says you. And Trump replied, says your mother. And Trump replied, I'm rubber and you're glue. And the judge said, yeah, you're
4: glue because you're a sticky idiot. (laughs) Come on. What is this? Well, one interesting thing about Trump is he, he, <laughs> he says out loud his strategies. I'm going to kick you out. He says, go ahead. I'd love that. <laughs> the judge says, yeah, I know you would. Are you kidding? That'd be the best thing that happened to Trump all day long if he got kicked out of the courtroom on one of the many cases that he's involved in. Look at that. They won't even allow me to stay, you know, that sort of thing. So, you got that going on as a backdrop. He's showing up, some people believe, he's showing up to these various courtrooms because he gets so much media attention and draws attention to the fact that, hey, you know, he's got these court cases going on. Otherwise, they might fly under the radar for a lot of people that he is, um, you know, up against it in a number of different ways, legally speaking. Uh, so, he shows up to these court things because they get more attention at it, you know, because so far, Every indication has been, this is only helping him. Yeah, it's definitely part of his platform. I'm right, being perse- persecuted by dishonest political actors. My question has been, from the beginning, well, some of these are just dumb. Some of them are completely real. Um, but the the timing, just how did they all end up now? So this woman that he supposedly felt up in a, in a, a changing room at a fancy department store in New York... How many years ago? Many, many Quite years th- ago. Yes, yeah, it's like
5: 30, I think. Uh, th-
4: this ends up happening now?
5: Well, this one's unique in that it already happened, and uh, she got the judgment for sexual assault and defamation, and then allegedly he kept defaming her, mm-hmm. and so she said, another round, and
4: they dragged him back into court for the new defamations. Right. Well... Okay, so anyway, that aside, um, there was everybody got all excited about this CNN poll that came out a couple of weeks ago where Nikki Haley is within seven. Well, that does turn out to be an outlier, it looks like, because there have been two significant polls since then, including one yesterday, the uh, Boston Globe-Suffolk poll, which is one of the respected polls that the rear clear average people use, and Trump is up 17 in that one. So that CNN mm. poll is an outlier. And uh, Trump is still up by easily by double digits, around about 15 with the average, uh, it would look like. She so got that going on. Trump yesterday tweeted out something about Nikki Haley and what an awful um, ambassador to the U.N. she was and uh, how weak she is and used her real name, Nakahita or whatever it is, her original Indian name. And use that in the tweet in the way that he does uh, to try to I don't know remind people that she's well well then so you you got that and then maybe that was part of the strategy because then he retweeted from uh, the Gateway pundit on his own account Donald Trump retweeted in Nikki Haley's situation reports indicate that her parents were not U.S. citizens at the time of her birth in 1972. Based on the Constitution, as interpreted by, and he mentioned some lawyer, this t- disqualifies Haley from presidential or vice presidential candidacy under the whatever amendment. Amendment. So he's claiming Nikki Haley is not a U.S. citizen the way she did, the way not did a Obama citizen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I, I don't, I don't know why you wouldn't just. You're gonna win. I mean, everybody's in agreement. You can't be beaten for the nomination yeah. at this point. So how about just stay out of the whole she's a foreigner thing and just let her ride? Utter lack of discipline and self control. If he becomes president again, it's gonna
5: make you insane again. Utter lack of discipline.
4: But what do you what do you of think of him what do you think of him tweeting out her original Indian name? I don't, I mean, what I is don't understand the point of it. Are there voters out there who would react to that? With, oh, wow, she doesn't have a normal, using my finger quotes, American name, so I won't vote for her? I mean, is that a thing no, I think in New Hampshire? It's just like, uh, it may well be,
5: because uh, I know on the left they would say, yeah, it's obviously a racist dog whistle. And, you know, that's not totally crazy, um but I don't think it is. I, remember when he was calling Asa Hutchinson, who apparently just suspended his campaign? Um, right. What? Uh, well, he was calling Asa Hutchinson Ada Hutchinson. Just like a third-grade bully. That's it. I mean, there's, there's no cleverness to it. There's no point. There's no humor there. It's not evoking any particular un- hidden uh, uh, you know story or character. No, it's just third-grade bullying. And so I suspect he's just calling her by the name she doesn't go by... Like, you're right. you know, like you'd call in third grade, you'd call Frank Francis when you find out his name is actually Francis. Francis, come here, Francis. That's Francis over there. Frank, would
4: be like, quit calling me that. <laughs> 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 right. Um, you're right about that. So, yeah, it's just like calling Asa Ada for no good reason. It's just a it's just a it's just to elbow you in the hallway walking to history class. It's just, yeah, I think it's idiotic. But again, that's part of the, the package. So uh, the DeSantis campaign, their super PAC, has begun layoffs, even as he projects confidence and is in South Carolina saying they're still going to win this thing. People have always underestimated him. Boy, that's every politician who's behind their favorite line everybody's underestimated me my whole life as a guy who went to Yale and was captain of the baseball team and a star in everything I've ever done. Have really people underestimated your whole life? I, I doubt it. You kind of well-regarded like military
5: lawyer. You seem
4: to be fairly
5: well-estimated at that point.
4: <laughs> you kind of seemed to have stood out as, like, really smart and really athletic and all kinds of different things your whole life. So,
5: anyway. I have no idea um, what his campaign finances are, but frequently that's to keep the contributions coming in so you can retire as much debt as possible. Uh, before you quote-unquote suspend your campaign.
4: His campaign finances are horrible. He spent more Mm -hmm. money for less result than anybody in presidential history. He's he's in really bad shape financially. And when do people drop out? People don't drop out when they see the writing on the wall with the polling of the voters. People drop out when the people who are funding them say, it's over, I'm not giving you any more money. Because Mm -hmm. then you're going to go into personal debt. You're going to start affecting your family if you don't, You know, get your act together. That's what causes people to drop out. Um, So DeSantis will be dropping out soon. I don't know why he's hanging around through New Hampshire. Maybe he's just hoping to get the fundraising coming in enough. To
5: raise money. Yeah, I think so. I made the All argument right. earlier about Nikki Haley, who's at least got a ghost of a chance to do reasonably well in New Hampshire, but she's she's done. She's Her goose is cooked. Sure. She's behind 20 points in her own state. Uh, if, if At best, it's the basketball team that's down by 11 with 40 seconds left. They keep calling timeouts and fouling because there's a 1-in-100 one chance something crazy happens, but it's uh, is there, very slim.
4: Um, also, uh, in that new polling, <clears throat> showing another poll to be an outlier, Hypothetical matchups, Trump beats Biden by 1.3. Haley beats Biden by 0.4. So the other poll that showed Haley really trouncing Biden as opposed to Trump doesn't fit in with this particular poll. Um, so uh, likelihood Trump would pick Nikki Haley as his vice president, because I think that'd be a tough ticket. I, I agree. Um,
5: Got to keep in mind, politicians aren't normal people. No. Jack said no, no, no. something horrifying about me. Called me a wife beater. Said I had misraised my children. He hates me personally. Finds me morally repugnant. As real people, we would never be in the same room again. As politicians, we would be arm in arm hugging within a week. <laughs> so, so
4: we'd have our hands together on a stage, up in the air, with balloons up falling up the on the the
5: our Yes, the Armstrong <laughs> Getty ticket. Yes. <laughs>
4: Exactly. They're so so bearing
5: that in mind,
4: uh, one in three, not so unlikely. unlikely, decent chance. I, I, I think so. And I think that'd be a tough ticket. And I think she would fall on board, get on board full throat, don't you think? And as much as I criticize Trump, um, when he picks
5: her, if he picks her, uh, somebody would say, well, wait a minute, you said she was a terrible ambassador to the U.N. She wasn't, by the way. She was Excellent. She kicked ass. I thought she was one of the best we've ever had. Anyway, um, Trump would say, well, that was during the campaign. I didn't mean that stuff. She did a terrific job, and I'm happy to have her with us. And he would be like, well, of course I said that. It was the campaign. He wouldn't, well, Bob, he wouldn't
4: bother with that stuff, which is part of his charm. Right. So um, my brother texted me last night. And what do you think the chances are that Trump makes Vivek his vice president? Uh, running mate Uh, i don't think very good but there is some talk now that vivek's candidacy was a fraud all along based on um where vivek is now so yesterday or uh uh monday night tuesday night whatever night it was vivek tweeted out tonight i officially call on and he did this in his speech tonight i officially called on ron desantis and nikki haley to drop out and endorse trump our base spoke loud and clear. Now it's our job to follow their mandate and revive the this country, America, first, always. Um, and then yesterday he went after Nikki Haley hard in a couple of speeches and in tweeting, if you want to cut Social Security, cut Medicare, cut veterans benefits, we can send more money to Ukraine. Vote for Nikki Haley. Was Wow, is Was that his, nuts? Was his whole candidacy to get on stage and pump up Trump stuff, as he did, constantly... Was his whole candidacy that, then he gets out and continues to bash the other people and support Trump. Might be. That's an
5: interesting theory. I mean, if I'm Donald Trump, and I'm not going to debate, and he was smart not to for political reasons. Now, in terms of what's good for America, you can make the argument that that was a bad thing to do, but... If for political strategy reasons, I'm not going to debate. Uh, if I was going to be really, really smart about it, I would say, but you know what? I need to have a a puppet on stage, a, a mini-me, if you will, to take my positions, defend me at all times, compliment me, and attack the other ones. I can't be there to attack them. How do I pull off not being attacked and yet go on the attack? I know. I have a, a mini-me. I don't know. I think Vivek... He might have been sincerely after the presidency in the beginning, or whatever. People adjust their sales as their fortunes rise and fall. It's an intriguing question.
4: Well, whether it was fake or not, it you know it's the same result. It worked the same mm-hmm. way. Um, and then this yesterday from uh, from NBC News: New Hampshire Republicans are disappointed. That Nikki Haley isn't fighting harder in the state. After a third place showing in Iowa, Haley has kept a light schedule in New Hampshire, baffling Republicans in the state who say, she... <coughs> "I'm dying." Baffling Republicans in the state who say she should she should be doing more. Normally, when you have a shot in New Hampshire, you take off from Iowa that that night and you do like. 15 appearances per day that last week sleeping three hours a night etc etc she hasn't done that the first couple days she's done a couple of appearances and i can't tell the only thing i can think is she might be like trump realize times have changed i'm gonna make all my hay with stuff that goes viral and things they say about me on cable news not showing up to a hundred people in a gymnasium and you know traveling around the state the the way DeSantis did it in iowa that those are the old days she might just be realizing that i don't know
5: well i don't know it's so difficult to analyze this year and compare it to other years just because the trump phenomenon uh, having a a uh, An incumbent who's not an incumbent is, I mean, since the days of Grover Cleveland serving non-consecutive terms. It, didn't he do that? Cleveland? Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, not since those days have we had to reckon with something like this. So I don't know what she's thinking, honestly. The fact that she she was a popular two-term governor of South Kakalaki and is behind by, I think it's 20 points to Trump in her own state. Come on. You look at that and your goose is cooked. Forget it.
4: Maybe she's just going through the motions and she doesn't think she can win. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, well, and again, you cannot
5: underestimate this. I don't know what uh, debt her campaign may have accumulated, if any, but you keep going as if you can win, so you keep raising money to retire debt. Yeah. So it doesn't accrue to you personally or whatever your your pack that you want to have going forward to build more political alliances.
4: But we really Yeah, cuz that take a break. that can haunt you the rest of your life. Um right. you have any thoughts on any of that? Text line 415295KFTC.
0: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
4: Some business news: for the first time in nearly a decade, Kraft Singles is releasing new flavors: jalapeno, garlic and herb, and caramelized onion. Uh, this is in addition to their original flavor, melty car tire. <laughs> If you're eating jalapeno, garlic and herb and caramelized onion, your cheese won't be the only thing that's single.
2: <laughs> Hi there.
4: <laughs> Melty car tire. <laughs> those craft single cheese, which I have eaten many a sandwich with those as the cheese are so gross. That's not cheese. <laughs> it's cheese
5: food according to the the label.
4: So gross.
5: Uh, you know, uh, a couple of things. Uh, first of all, I mentioned before you were here that Gretchen Whitmer has signed a seven figure book deal. The clear I'm uh, campaigning book, the obligatory book. And uh, my buddy Mike the lawyer said. Like this said, time
4: uh, around, you think?
5: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she's so- positioning herself in case she's tabbed to replace Biden. Okay. Uh, it's supposed to be due out uh, by June, it's like in a hurry. And she just signed the deal. So, uh, and then my buddy Mike Lawyer says, uh, utilizing Trump derangement syndrome thinking, Gretchen Whitmer writing a book before she wants to lead the nation. You know who else did that? Ding. That's right. (laughs) Hitler. Gretchen Whitmer is the new Hitler. Just like Hitler, she's writing her comp and then running for office. It's a good point. Just like Hitler.
4: So... The number one sport and TV show in general in America is uh, NFL football. This weekend's the best weekend of NFL football, wouldn't you say? You got two games each day? Yeah, yeah, it's a great, great weekend. I love the conference championship weekend, but yeah, this one's fantastic. Yeah, going to be fun. I'm considering taking the kids to the 49ers-Packers playoff game, which would be... uh, That'd be something. That'd be exciting. I've never been to an NFL playoff game. I don't think. Yeah, I met a guy
5: last night whose uh, whose wife's family were partners with Curly Lambeau. Their lifelong uh, Green Bayers, and their connection to their team is like it's like to a family member. There's love there. It's pretty cool.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
3: The Biden administration warning Texas today is the deadline to allow federal border patrol back into this 2.5-mile stretch of city-owned border property. Texas put up razor wire around Shelby Park last week and kicked out Biden's border agents. The Texas attorney general tells Fox News the state won't back down.
2: The federal government doesn't have any right to come onto public lands and take them over. Uh, This is not a dictatorship.
5: That'll be interesting to see where that goes in the courts. The history of states saying, hey, we're dealing with this, is, is not. it hasn't gone well in court.
4: Right, so far. But I was listening to a legal podcast the other day with uh, the Dispatches Sarah Isger and the New York Times' David French, both Harvard grad lawyer people. And they say it may that's have gone. That's an indictment, not a uh, not a right. recommendation. But go on. It may have gone far enough that the Supreme Court could look at it and decide that you have waived your authority to continue to say no, no, no. We get to do this because you're not doing anything. That 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 that's a that's a possibility. Yeah, I would
5: love to have heard that because I've long thought, and I think just anybody with any common sense would agree that if the absence of the feds fulfilling their responsibilities results in chaos and lawlessness, that not only is it um, you know permissible for the state to do something, it's it's practically required.
4: And this That's is a- an interesting case too, talking about public lands. That's a great uh, legal podcast by the way it's called advisory opinions and if you lean right and you want smart lawyer people looking at the big court cases of the day from the right that's a good one they also said some very interesting stuff to stay about that whole uh, grants pass homeless thing maybe i'll talk about that later Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I'm hot to
5: try for that one, obviously. Uh, so speaking of immigration in the border and, and the feds versus states and that sort of thing, the Washington Post the other day gave, KG, gave hmm, KJP three Pinocchios for their near constant repetition of the talking point that, for instance, uh, here she said, "House Republicans continue to do political stunts that get in the way. They voted in May to eliminate 2,000 border patrol agents. That's what they're doing, and they quote all sorts of people, KJP m- multiple times, but various spite, uh, White House spokesholes and repeating that over and over again. But yeah, the Washington Post, the liberal Washington Post, gave that three Pinocchios. It's wildly, highly, highly
4: misleading." Kessler gave her three pinocchios on that. that's a, that's a pretty big lie. I that think was like she's a
5: guesstimate based on an opening offer when they started to talk about something a long time ago.
4: I think she's getting cuter as she gets more ridiculed and and further from competent she's 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 like, I don't know if she's got new hair and makeup people or a new stylist or whatever, but she's getting more adorable as she gets harder to believe. Well, unfortunately,
5: she doesn't swing your way, but I'm sure she'd be glad to hear the compliment. Um, uh, and speaking of dishonesty from the
3: White House and others, let's roll 31, Michael. There is also controversy about the drowning deaths of a migrant mother and her two children near Shelby Park last Friday. Democratic Congressman Henry Cuellar alleges Texas is to blame for the drownings, claiming Texas blocked U.S. Border Patrol from assisting in the river rescue. The Texas military department calls Cuellar's allegation, quote, wholly inaccurate, explaining Mexico handled the drownings. In the latest DOJ filing, Biden's own administration confirms Border Patrol showed up to the river after the drownings, writing Mexican officials also informed Border Patrol that three migrants, one woman and two children, had drowned.
5: So the fact wow. that Henry Cuellar is repeating this is just awful, because it seems to have no basis in fact. The Biden Justice Department said, well, essentially what uh, Matt Finn just said, uh, is no, no, they didn't block anybody. Nobody was blocked. It's, uh, that's just not
4: true. Um, well, I listened Henry, to... Go ahead. I was listening to one of the evening newscasts two nights ago when this story first burbled up. I wish I remembered which one. I think it was ABC Evening News, uh, but they're for the story was horribly salacious about you know Texas blocking federal agents from saving drowning migrants. Yeah, and I including and then the, children. And then when they did the story, they presented the other side pretty fully. But in their tease, if you only saw the tease, you would you would you were left thinking, oh my god, that's how bad it has gotten in Texas. They won't even allow federal agents to save drowning people that's how ugly and racist
5: texas is under that monster greg abbott that's isn't
4: that isn't that awful and it didn't happen that way
5: yeah yeah
4: that's 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 an
5: amazingly dishonest uh, way to tease a story anyway to that that's uh,
4: it's that's on the heels of however many years ago right after biden became president that whole and i saw him strapping those migrants from their horses, which complete was completely phony.
5: Right, right, and ruined careers and caused enormous stress and expense to hardworking patriots who bust their ass to protect this country. Nice. But anyway, back to the drowning family lies. Clip 32, this is Jackie Heinrich with KJP.
3: The White House statement says that Texas officials blocked US Border Patrol from attempting to provide emergency assistance. There were other there other migrants in the world. Then why wasn't that included in the statement? There were other migrants in the world? Well? That, in the that, that, that that's what you are. And our statement is, this is very,
1: very much consistent with DOJ filing.
5: It's not. It's absolutely not. She's just standing there lying. But she's adorable. Well, they're just floundering. What a floundering administration.
4: She must have thought, you know, if I have to go out there and lie for you people, I want a new stylist. That's the only deal I'm going to make. I'm either going to quit and tell people the truth, or you got to get me a new stylist, and I'll go out there and continue to lie for you. I think that's right. the deal sheet, but uh, My studies have shown, unless I'm 15% cuter, I'm going to get murdered out
5: there. So let's get to work, people. And the point I was making earlier, and this is, you know, some people have, have written emails or whatever saying, Joe, don't be a sap, this isn't incompetence, it's a plot by the Obamas to do something or other. Um, I, I think you underestimate the uh, uh, level of incompetence in the world, uh, especially yeah. in government, uh, but... It's not like this is some obscure treaty with Iceland that we're talking about that very, very few people are aware of. Michael treaty with, with Iceland. <laughs> well, as I said earlier, it's some sort of Save the Tuna treaty with Iceland. It's not that. It's an enormous issue. 34, Brian Yennis.
3: Fox News voter analysis shows immigration as the most important issue for Iowa caucus goers. New Hampshire voters we spoke to feel the same.
4: I think Trump was on the right path. I don't think he got it finished, obviously.
3: New Hampshire saw nearly 400 fentanyl poisonings in 2022, a record high. Nearby big cities
4: struggling with busloads of migrants appear to have an impact on voters too. Well, look at our big cities. Look what's going on in Chicago, New York. My family lives in New York. They say the whole city's being overrun. It's awful.
5: So it's either just flaming stupidity and incompetence or some folks are right that it's it's like Dunkirk in reverse that they're trying to import an enormous number of humans as quickly as possible before the jig is up for whatever reason of well, the, kowtowing to Wall Street, bringing in more brown people. Different people have different theories.
4: Well, so you're a wrong. I'll tell you, and Joy Reid will explain to you why you're wrong. Why was (laughs) immigration the number one issue in Iowa and in so many red states? Joy Reid of MSNBC can explain in clip 54.
3: All the things that we think about, about electability, about, you know, what are people gaming out or mm-hmm. none of that matters. When you believe that God has given you this country, that it is yours and that everyone who is not a white conservative Christian is a is a fraudulent American.
4: No, ah, surprisingly racism, her explanation. Yes. So it's because you think anyone who's not a white. What? American-born Christian is a yes. fraud. Yes. Uh, interesting that she can say that with no pushback on MSNBC with a panel of people there that just flat out stating that it's you know it's just it's racism that drives the whole. I am a man of the right, have been for a very long time, running in many circles. I've never known one single person who believes what she just said. Not one. No, it's a bugaboo. It's a it's a boogeyman. Person who thought, "No, you got to be white and a Christian to be in this country." I'm sure there are people who believe that, but they're few and far between, and they're in basements and they're and they're knucklehead ignoramuses, and they get together and with their evil groups on the weekends or whatever. But th- that's not a mainstream movement that you have to be white and Christian to be part of this country. That's crazy. And she says that on loud on a panel like talking see- about politics.
5: Joy reed has got to start her own uh, TV network, and it'll have all sorts of different shows on it, like Cowboys Lose by Three because of Racism, and now the Great British Baking Show. My Cake Fell because of Racism, and then it goes to a soap opera. You're Leaving Me? Why? Because of Racism, my dear. Just every show, every plot point, everything would be racism. And then people who buy her particular steaming pile of animal excrement uh, uh, (laughs) would be able to watch that sort of thing all day long.
4: What a horrible thing to say. What a horrible, horrible thing to say. She's a horrible human. She's a terrible human being.
5: Yes. Do you think she, I think she believes that. Yeah, she might be that paranoid. Uh, Or she's bought the uh, critical theory, uh, systemic racism garbage.
4: By the way, she had blonde hair. Yeah. uh, And uh, I heard somebody say her culturally appropriated haircut. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I've used that line myself. Oh, geez.
5: Yeah, yeah. Way to go. Hey, 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 hey. Us Northern European people, you're culturally appropriating our hair. How dare you, lady? What a crock of crap. I'm sure she has at some point decried women wearing hoop earrings because that was originally from Africa or something. Now, these people, they make moral arguments. They take moral stances. It has nothing to do with morality it's the, at all. It's a cynical, bloody grab for power. That's all it is. Anyway. <sighs> The immigration thing. It reminds me, I was saying earlier, the 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 the, the unrest in the Middle East. Are you kidding me? Controversy at the border, too many people sneaking in. Oh Lord.
4: Still with this.
5: I mean, it's a failure of democracy.
4: But both are worse than they've the border's worse than it's ever been. Middle East is working on being worse than it's ever been. I, I would say it's
5: it's returning to the mean. I mean, you don't have like a coalition of seven Arab countries attacking Israel. That's that's pretty bad. Back in 72 was that? Um but uh yeah, th- yeah, things are pretty nutty.
4: Cool. Um nobody has mentioned the fact that I'm wearing a cool. Shake It Off ta- that I'm wearing a Shake It Off Taylor Swift t-shirt today.
5: You know, I was thinking of mentioning that. I was also going to ask
4: you, are those Sasquatches upon your beanie? Yes. Okay. That's why I bought this beanie, because it's got the famous Bigfoot walking through the forest pose going. So if you want to picture Jack uh,
5: broadcasting while still ill, Taylor Swift t-shirt, Sasquatch hat.
4: Yes. Hot. H-O-T hot and the, and the heaviest I've ever been in my life Hot <laughs> Wow well, ladies
5: Line forms on the right <laughs> Oh god I uh, um, Came across an interesting article From a uh, publication in North Carolina That was reaffirming what I've been trying to tell you For a very long time about the Pritzker family They are the financiers of mutilating children In the name of sex change yeesh. Madness Okay. Uh, oh yeah, I'm I'm hardcore about this. I will shout this from the highest mountaintop. Um, we'll get to that at some point uh, before too terribly long.
4: Oh, I was going to bring uh, up when I mentioned the NFL uh, some big NBA news. Maybe I'll hit that among other things on the way. So stay here.
0: You can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The
1: Armstrong and Getty Show.
4: First, this Saturday Night Live star of the 90s, Dana Carvey, does one of the better Biden impersonations out there. He is especially leaning on the whole Biden whispers regularly. Here he is. Biden's uh-huh. like,
3: come on. I, uh, guess what? Guess what? I wrote the bill. Because
4: I know <laughs> how to write a bill. I wrote, wrote the bill, then the bill every time the bill back, the butter can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> Guess what? Folks, the rich don't
1: pay their fair share.
4: Because <laughs> they ought to pay their share, Sharon stone, the stone temple pilots. But it's such boxing about sunny share. Sunny, listen, boxing match, match game, game on. Gotta get it on. Don't say gay, Marvin Gay. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Mocking the mental acuity of our president. I don't know if that's appropriate. Pull that bad and keep care. Um, care. An NBA note for you. In the West, the leading teams are like Minnesota Timberwolves and the Pelicans. and I couldn't name one player on any of those teams. Uh, for one thing. Then the uh, Los Angeles Lakers, who are uh, the most star-studded team in the league, probably, uh, are way, way, way down at the bottom, and that's why LeBron James may not play for the Lakers next year. He may opt out of his, his gigantic contract and go play for someone else where he has a chance to win in his final years of his life. And why wouldn't you? You don't need more money. And what more? What fun would it be to go finish in 12th place and not make the playoffs as a 40-year-old man? I don't know. So. Anyway. Why wouldn't you do that? Because of loyalty, Jack. Loyalty. <laughs> loyalty to his fifth, to his fifth team. Um, but I was going to bring up one thing we learned from uh, the NFL this past weekend, and it's been true in sports now for, for a few years In a lot of the sports, you just got to make the playoffs. The whole regular season record thing, who cares? The 9-8 and eight Tampa Bay Buccaneers knocking off the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, you just got to make the playoffs. In baseball, the NBA, the NFL, just get in. Then see mm-hmm. what happens.
5: Yeah, absolutely true, especially in football when you know you have so many injuries. You don't know what team
4: you're going to field in the playoffs or what your opponents I, are going to field. I have complained about this before, but I was watching. I don't watch near as much sports as I used to. But, but back in the day, the announcers would just go with whatever referees called. And it was always a little frustrating as a viewer because you'd be looking at the replay and think that doesn't look right, but they would just kind of go with it. Now, they question every call all the time, and it just, doesn't it so cynicism and anger? I mean, they, they they just flat out say, oh, they got that one wrong. Look at that. Grabbed his jersey. Held him. Yep. Got yeah. that one wrong. That was a gift. Yeah, we disagree on
5: this. I, I don't mind it at all as a football fan, just because it made me insane when they say, yeah, he hit his arm and he got called for interference, and then the... Replay shows he clearly did not hit his arm. Yep, there's where he hit his arm. I'd be but, screaming at my TV. But they're still
4: not being honest in that they could say that every play. They always do that. A lot they of just, plays, sure. They, they just call it sometimes. That's the problem I have. I suppose. So I think, what do you I want? Think maybe what, are you, what are you asking for? I want, well, yeah, you know, I've been saying forever. I want to do away with the re looking at it 50 times and waiting for the crowd to sit there for 10 minutes before you decide whether the call was good. Just do it in real time. Do the best you can. I'm not sure it turns out that much better most of the time, anyway. Just keep the game going. Well, and I say, as I've
5: said many times, uh, football's like a metaphor for war, right? Well, I say eliminate
4: all penalties, let it be an all out fight for supremacy. Geez, I was watching some old footage of the NBA from the 80s and 90s. That's practically oh. what it was back in the day. There were oh, no yeah. rules. Uh, it was full contact basketball. Yeah, it was
5: pro wrestling with a ball you would occasionally throw through a hoop.
4: You could punch a guy in the face and they wouldn't eject you. You just They'd just call foul and you'd shoot free throws with blood streaming down your face. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. Uh, it's if you're an hour, on the podcast, Armstrong and Getty on demand.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
2: It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.
1: Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, Including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.
0: I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States.